This Friday night, the IU Art Museum celebrates the 25th anniversary of its landmark building with the unveiling of Light Totem, a light installation created by Rob Shakespeare, a professor in the Department of Theater and Drama. WFIU's Yael Cassander spoke with the artist, as well as Linda Baden, the museum's associate director for editorial services and the project's coordinator, to learn more about the illuminating event. We're speaking today about the Light Totem, a light sculpture commissioned to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Indiana University Art Museum on the Bloomington campus. The museum, designed by IMP and Partners, may be considered the jewel in the already impressive architectural crown that is the Indiana University campus. Project coordinator Linda Baden told us about how the idea to mark the anniversary in this way came about. Two years ago, Nan Brewer, one of our curators, and I went to visit uh, Ted Mushow, who was the lead designer with IMP on the building design, and he suggested, actually, that we consider making art from art to somehow bring the building to life or let people re- reimagine the building in a way with an entirely different media. In the past, we had commissioned um, dance pieces and musical pieces to play inside the building. But this time we wanted something with very high public visibility, something that really, really began a dialogue with the architecture itself. And so we began to consider artists who were working in the field of architectural light sculpture, a pretty, pretty small field of people, <laughs> Um, although there are many light artists out there, very few of them actually work with architecture as their motif. And in the course of thinking about who might be a person to do that, Rob Shakespeare's name came up. Lighting designer and professor in the Department of Theater and Drama, Rob Shakespeare, had collaborated with the IU Art Museum for earlier projects. He described his goals for this one. Hey, let's announce this building to the community again, uh, to the, all of Bloomington. And then what if you're walking by it uh, in the evening time? How can we uh, give special attention to its form, its shape, its energy? And finally, is there a way uh, to put some life into the atrium, some uh, form of light at nighttime that would give it almost the heart of the building? And so that ended up uh, with four components which form light totem. The 70-foot tower that's already been installed, thank goodness. That tower itself is self-luminous. It's silver, you know, a 25th anniversary. Silver is a wonderful color. They didn't have a budget for me to make it out of sterling, so we made it out of aluminum, <laughs> silver-esque, uh, atop a of which sits a very powerful searchlight, sort of like a giant candlestick is one way to think of it. Its other function is to light what I call wall, which is the uh, southwest corner of the building. You know, I'm, this building has an extraordinary entrance, that long facade and that very narrow point. It's almost like the prow of a ship pointing out to the campus, sort of draws you into the heart of the atrium. And so I'm going to really feature the front edge of the prow of that ship. It becomes my canvas to light it from luminaires that are located actually in tower as well. So that we have two elements, both the tower itself, but it can be in contrast to an ever-changing light pattern on that wall. Secondly, if you go inside the atrium or from the outside at night, you'll see a 40-foot-long line way over on the far side of the atrium, and it will dance in color. It should be quite magical. And then atop the building are some searchlights that line up with the main searchlight that's on top of tower to form a huge 
a pyramid triangle in the sky that really uh, reflects the, um, the angles that are in this building and announces it higher up so that the whole community becomes reunited with this building if they've ever slipped away from it. Maybe we can talk just a little bit about the genesis of this museum on our campus and how was it that Pei and Partners originally got the commission? The IU Art Museum was actually founded in 1941 when then-President Wells invited Henry Hope to come to the university and be the first director. The museum resided in a number of buildings on campus from a Quonset hut to a temporary space at Mitchell Hall to the Fine Arts Building where our galleries were until fundraising began at the time of the university's sesquicentennial in 1970. Tom Sally, our director, was appointed in 71, and he really pushed that project forward. And a committee was formed to approach a variety of architects. IMP was the one that they selected. Groundbreaking took place in 78, and the building was dedicated in 1982. There weren't concerns that the building would be incongruous with the rest of the campus There were. The, the limestone issue, as I was researching a show I did this summer on the history of the building, I found a lot of correspondence. The limestone industry lobbied very heavily for limestone. President Wells said, if there's any way to get this done, I would like to see it happen. And the numbers just didn't work out. It was just too expensive to face the building in limestone. As well as Mr. Pay's specialty was the poured-in-place concrete structure. So his heart was in concrete. The aesthetic had to do with concrete. So between those two things, the decision was made to have it be a poured concrete building, have it be a late modernist building. And part of what I've really come to admire about Indiana University is it's somewhat fearless in, in its approach to things like that. I mean, they accepted the building. The sculpture has been accepted wholeheartedly by people across campus. The tradespeople we've worked with have been excited by the design. Donors, private donors, have stepped up and invested in this project, which just thrills me to think that people would use their own resources to see a work of art come to come alive. There's actually a strong constituency on campus for progressive thinking and progressive art. The building was just part of that, expresses that. Another way the light totem represents progressive thinking is in its use of energy. Rob explained. 25 years ago, I guess we'd gone through an energy crisis or two, but nothing like the current time. And uh, as a lighting designer, particularly uh, in my non-theater roles, uh, working in architecture, working in pieces like this, is to be as green as possible. And so the tower itself and the wall are lit with very new light sources. They're highly energy efficient. Um, in fact, all the lighting on the wall and the tower itself and the line inside uh, could be powered by two household circuits. So we feel good about turning it on now. You know, it's, it's, it's not wasteful. Uh, we can run it day and night. We can run it uh, over the course of several months and not feel like we're adding significantly to the carbon load of the atmosphere. Light Totem will be on view over the course of several months at least after an unveiling ceremony on the evening of Friday, October 26th. We do have another kind of communal ritualistic lighting ceremony in our community in Bloomington that many people cherish a great deal. And I noticed comparing the dates that these nightly lightings will be concurrent for at least a few weeks. This whole idea of an evening ceremony in which people gather and the, the whole idea of light and fire and something so, so basic and primal to civilization, lighting up the night and creating community is, is a beautiful idea. I don't know if those kinds of ideas figured into your 
artistic vision at all. The downtown canopy of lights and the thousands of little light sources on the trees make it a really magical spot. You know, uh, when I first arrived in Bloomington in 85, uh, downtown was more subdued. And as more and more investment came in, and finally, when that canopy started, it added an, a whole center to our community. Light is a magical thing. You know, the sun sets and it's gloomy, and lo and behold, you put a canopy of light, or you illuminate a building in an interesting, exciting, dynamic way. Uh, you know, there's a, there's, there's a joy it can bring to people, and that's, I think, what both are accomplishing. For WFIU's Artworks, I'm Yael Cassander. Light Totem will be unveiled Friday night, October 26th, in a ceremony whose guests will include Bruce Cole, chairman of the National Endowment for the Humanities, and IU President Michael McRobbie, among others. Funding for Light Totem came from an IU New Frontiers in the Arts and Humanities grant, along with additional support from Robert and Sarah Labine and Bill and Nancy Hunt. The light sculpture will remain lit each evening through the end of the year.